0: What things should you not do on your entrepreneurial journey? Stay tuned and find out. Okay, here's the question. How are we dark horses? You know, the ones everyone is betting against, the ones they don't expect to win, place, or even show on the track, and they'll even laugh on us when we talk about trying. How do we show the world our greatness and triumph? Come on. Well, that's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. This is The Dark Horse Entrepreneur, oh, yeah. my name is Tracy Brinkman. Can't push it up. Hello my Dark Horse friends and family, welcome back to your daily dose of Do Not Make These Mistakes Learning. I'm your Dark Horse host, Tracy Brinkman, and you, well that's infinitely more important, you are a driven entrepreneur or one in the making. Either way, you're here because you're ready to start, restart, kickstart, or just start leveling up with some great marketing, personal, or business tips and results in order to build that beautiful business of yours into the empire it absolutely deserves to be. And that's why I'm here hitting you with another daily success episode from the Dark Horse Entrepreneur as we drive deep into success with actionable advice, tips, and steps designed to help you level up your game. Because as we already know, there are no shortcuts to success except for taking those little steps towards your goal every single day. Day, and I want to start off by wanting everybody here to. Pause and take a moment to recognize the importance of entrepreneurship in your economy, uh, in our nation's economy, in the world's economy. Uh, I've just started perusing, well, reading a book by Michael Hyatt called "Entrepreneurs Will Save the World," and he goes into detail on the importance of entrepreneurship in any given economy, uh, be it a, a local economy, a state economy, uh, all the way up to a nation as well as the world economy. I think entrepreneurship should be recognized as a key tool for accelerating and developing the economies of just not communities, but nations. I mean, really, if you think about it, no economy in the world could survive without entrepreneurs. So why is it, do you remember these, uh, these stats from previous episodes, why is it that such a high percentage of entrepreneurs go through life feeling like failures? I mean, if you think about it, an aspiring entrepreneur... Um, That goes out there and and tries, and if you remember some of the stats from previous, what is it, over 70% uh, fail in the first five years, 50% by the end of the, the second year, and most of this is attributed an attitudinal failure, which is one of the reasons when you come here and you listen to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur episodes, we spend some time, you know, thinking about that thing between our ears and, you know, behind our nose and our eyes. So if you get that right, you know, if you get your mindset uh, in order, then uh, your entrepreneurial journey is a little easier along the way. Because as we know, if your mindset is jacked, your biz set is going to be definitely jacked. So Let's, let, me, let me get back on track here. Uh, I think one of the things we need to uh, align ourselves with and, and really take it into serious consideration is calling yourself an entrepreneur. Yeah, doesn't make you one, right? Doesn't put any money in your pocket. Getting out there and doing the work, that makes you an entrepreneur. Whether you fail, rise to the challenge, stumble, bumble, trip, fall, face plant, all right, get back up, dust yourself off, all right, that makes you an entrepreneur. I don't care if it makes you a single damn dollar in the process. The fact that you got out there, busted your buns, and gave it the old college try, yeah, for me, that makes you an entrepreneur. Now, putting, you know, cash in the bank is uh, definitely a benefit of it. And uh, there's a lot of mistakes that are made. And we, we chatted a bit about some of the mental ones and uh, we'll focus on those. But I wanted to give you some other mistakes you want to avoid making on your entrepreneurial journey. All right. So let's start off here. I think the first one that so many make is hiring an unskilled family member. And look, right here's the deal there are no brothers in business right it's a business venture right it's your entrepreneurial path it's your dream and you're gonna want to make sure you have the best suited people in your ah, circle of influence right in your inner circle to make things happen now you've also heard me say if someone fits culturally right they align with your uh, how, your vision and your views and, and everything uh, then they they can be trained so there's an opportunity there but uh, if you want to get things up off the ground you're going to want someone with some skill sets so if you can find someone with the skill sets and the culture That's the person. Uh, If you got someone you need to put in your organization somewhere, find out what their passion is and what their skill is and perhaps place them in there. But certainly don't put them in a place where they can slow you down. Uh, I think the next one, and you've probably heard me mention this a number of times, um, I would uh, urge you to view your entrepreneurial journey as a way to solve problems, not a bank. I think those that are really successful in their path, yeah, they want to make money. Don't get me wrong. They want to earn some money to, you know, feed the families, keep a roof over their head and what have you, but they focus on solving a problem, right? They put everything they have into how am I gonna fix this issue for these people that I care about, right? And then they go out there and they solve the problem. They're not, their ultimate goal isn't to go out there and drain the pockets of anyone who is a prospect, right? And usually when you do see those type of people succeed, they end up being a failure uh, shortly on the heels of that. So there's that big spike of, oh, wow, right? this guy's doing a great job. Let me give him some money. and we give him some more money. Let give him some more money, right? And then it's like they start realizing, oh, you're a shyster. I'm out, right? So there's that spike and then they're back down again. But the real, for me, the real entrepreneurs are those folks that are out there. They're aspiring to be successful in their world by making others successful and solving the problem to help them achieve that success. And that success could be in anything. It could be just in their home, in their car, in their business, in their relationships, in their spirituality, in just understanding themselves. Now, I think the next one here is something that you should do, but so many don't do. Uh, when a problem arises uh, and you hit a, hit a wall, so many folks just kind of raise their shoulders, you know, and they're like, oh my God, I don't know what I'm going to do. And this is where I think a lot of those percentages of those failed businesses pop up is they stop, right? Instead of getting out there and asking a question because so many people have gone there before. They have traveled the road you're traveling before. I almost started reciting some Star Trek. Boldly go where no one has gone before. People have gone there before. You may have a unique twist or angle for the solution to the problem you're solving. However, the fact that you're trying to deliver that trust me people have gone out there before so there are folks out there who whose expertise you could lean on you could reach out to them and ask a simple question on facebook on any of the socials send them an email heck pick up the phone and call them i know that is so 1990s but it still works and on this same topic i'll leave you with uh, an interesting thought so someone who asks the question, and this, is, I think this is one of the reasons why so many people are afraid to ask questions. They look like they're unknowledgeable, like they're not the expert. Okay, fine. So the man that asks a question may seem like they're not an expert for a moment, right? But the man who never asks the question might seem like they're not an expert for a very, very long time. All right, I'll leave you with that one. I think the next one you can need to not do is do not promise what you cannot deliver. And you only need to break that promise once. And you pretty much uh, potentially lost that customer forever. So a customer who no longer trusts you, yeah, they would rather watch their car burn down down or their home burned down or die then come back and shop with you not delivering is like poison yeah they feel like you've taken advantage of them you've bamboozled them you've tricked them you've worked them you've screwed them out of their money right even if you gave them the money back say i'm sorry i was able to deliver to you here i'll just i'll refund this to you hundred percent quite often they still got that reluctance in the back that that dent in the trust all right so never promise what you're unable to deliver and i'm gonna throw one i think is a little more Personal here, do not mix business with pleasure. Now, I'm not saying you can't go out with your prospects and customers and enjoy a meal or an event. You know, you go to uh, not this year with 2020 with COVID, uh, uh, public events and hang out with them and get to know them better. But I'm I'm trying to avoid the real business and pleasure paradox right okay try not mixing business with pleasure it's kind of like mixing oil with water I right? might work on a salad right but not so much everything else nothing good will come out of it okay there might be exceptions out there right? and I'm sure folks will welcomely email me at tracy at dark horse schooling and tell me hey it worked for me but on the norm right it's not a great place a business environment is a place for solving problems and satisfying your customers needs you should should not mistake it for a target-rich love environment or a beer parlor okay next one never stop researching always be on the lookout in the marketplace for opportunities right you never want to stop maybe you never want to stop researching I think that because the minute you stop right Every, everyone else they're moving forward right there's all these other folks around you that are that are walking alongside you on the entrepreneurial path right the minute you stop guess what they just keep walking right on past you. So if you really want to be successful, keep doing your research. Keep scanning the market for ideas, new tips, new techniques. What's what's going? What's uh, kind of ebbing into the past? What's now emerging for the future? Uh, for ideas and business opportunities. Now I don't want this to turn into bright shiny syndrome, right? Uh, you want to. Be focused on your path that you're traveling, but keep your eye in the peripheral of, ooh, this particular tactic is on its way out, and I had it in my plan to start executing it next week, next month, next year. Uh, let me revise my plan to not do that and use this new tactic I see emerging over here. So you gotta keep your eyes open, otherwise you'll be yesterday's news, right? And I think the other great thing that comes out of that is as you're uh, keeping your eye on the horizon of products and ideas and, and the advertisements of your your competition as well, it spawns ideas inside of you, right? You, It's not so much, hey, I'm going to be watching these things and I'm going to copy them. You're going to see, oh, wow, that was a cool idea. And then you can be inspired for your version of it. It's like a brainstorming session you've heard me talk about, right? Uh, John says something and then you add something. Something to that, and then Jane adds something to that, and then Joe, and then Mary, and then it comes back to you, and you're like, well, you get a whole new idea you might not have thought of because you heard and saw the other ideas of the others in the room. The same thing happens when you're keeping an eye on the marketplace yeah, for those opportunities and those signals. And I think the last one I'm going to leave you here with before I uh, let you go is, you know, avoid doing things that are not critical to the development. Of your path, of your entrepreneurial journey, of your business venture. I mean, you've sat down and you've set your goals, and you've set, you know set your one, two, and three-year goals, and you've backed down into the small, you know, intermediate goals, and then you've backed down into the small, more bite-sized goals, and you've backed down those into the tasks that you're going to start executing. Uh, you've got the people you you've got and you want in place, or maybe it's just you by yourself, and you start picking away step by step by step right you're listening to the entrepreneur podcast hey daily steps daily action do this don't do that right and you keep trudging away and then something comes up and says oh i could do that too but it's really not part of the path you're setting on right it's some yeah that's shiny object syndrome i mentioned earlier right so avoid doing things that are not critical to the development of your current path if it's going to be a great idea that's going to Grow your business immediately and it's easy to to install. Gosh darn it, go for it. But if it's an idea you think could enhance it, but it's going to slow down your progress, all right, well then stop. Look at your plan and see where you could put it in and keep things moving forward, all right? Because in the long run, you want to stay aligned with both your path and the survival of your business, right? I want you to go take a, a right turn right off a cliff, right? Because you weren't ready for it and you jumped into some new bright, shiny object or opportunity that... You know, drives you off a cliff. Anyway, all right. So there's a few thoughts of what not to do and even one that you should be doing. All right, my dark horse friends and family. Tomorrow, we're going to chat a bit about building a strong foundation for your business. And even if you've already have it built, it's a good opportunity to recheck the pillars of your foundation. Now, I know you want to keep getting all these daily success tips. So go on down there. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. While you're there, uh, leave us a five-star rating and drop us a review. Give us some kind words in the comments, some constructive words, things you like about the show, things you'd like to see on the show so I know what direction you would like to take it. Uh, Also, come over and join us on the Facebook group. Go to facebook.com, put Dark Horse Tribe in that search bar, and you'll see us right there at the top. And if that doesn't work for some reason, go to your favorite web browser, type in darkhorseschooling.com backslash dark horse tribe all one word that shall take you straight there look forward to meeting you in the facebook group all right you get out there you run your race you get your results and let me hear about them till tomorrow think successfully and take action thank you for listening to the dark horse entrepreneur podcast thanks for tuning in check us out at www.darkhorseschooling.com all right my name is tracy brinkman